0: Today is Sunday, October 9th. This is the Dade City Wire, your hometown news source. I'm Eric Baker. Our top story this week, last Friday, October 7th, the Pasco Pirates varsity football team defeated the Auburndale Bloodhounds by a score of 19-9 to move to 6-0 for the first time since 2012. Caleb Samuel returned a block punt for a touchdown in the second quarter to put the Pirates up 7-0. After halftime, Pirates kicker and game MVP per Coach Freeney won. Sanchez made a long field goal to extend the lead to 10 to nothing. Auburndale would score their only touchdown of the day after an onside kick try by the Pirates, moving the score to 10-7 in favor of Pasco. Moving into the fourth quarter, kicker Juan Sanchez would add three more points with yet another successful field goal try. The Pasco Pirates' defense forced a fumble late in the fourth quarter and proceeded to return it for a touchdown, completely sealing the game and moving the Pirates to 6-0 on the season. You have to give Auburndale credit but the Pirates' bend-but-don't-break defensive game plan worked like a charm, holding a fairly potent offense to just nine points. I caught up with Coach Freeney after the game to talk about that defensive performance. All right, Coach, so you're 6-0.
1: That defense you have is legit. So talk about that defense tonight. Man, they're they're amazing. They've been amazing all year. Um, Coach Stubbs, he gets those guys ready. Like, they're college football players. And, like, when I tell you the way they prepare and practice, they prepare for everything. And Tyrese Gross and Angel Miles and Anthony Pratt, Chris Jones, those guys lead it, man. And, And they just play. Like, they just grind. They don't complain. People hold them and all that. And they just get back and go again. So I'm just so proud of them and the work they've been doing all season.
0: Yes, sir. Yeah, so if I looked, I think they're ranked top 15 in the States. Uh, uh, Angel is, and I believe Anthony Pratt is as well.
1: For sure, yeah. They are both They both are, I think, Angel in interceptions, um, and I think Pratt and Sacks. Yes, sir. And, again, it's just Pratt may be one of the smallest – he may be the smallest lineman we have and it's just all hustle man he just goes and goes and goes and and i love it and i love him man
0: yes sir so your kicker tonight i mean that that guy really came through for you made some punts and some of the some of the punts he made
1: he caught high kicks and was making some on the side big big plays for you there he man he is our mvp of this football game and you know at the end of it we looked at each other and we both said at the same time we should take it safety and I was like, let's do it then. And, and he got it, and he's like running around and all that. So he's a soccer kid, actually. And he came out, and, you know, I talked to him. I said, hey, man, I just need you to come kick for me and things like that. And he trusted me and believed in me, and, and he's been so great. He's yes, been sir. great. He was definitely our MVP tonight. For sure.
0: Hey, thank you so much, Coach. Good luck the rest of the way.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Next week is the Nine Mile War against Zephyr Hills, Friday, October 14th at Pasco High School, where the Pirates will look to go 7-0. We'll see you there. Yesterday, October 8th, was the Scarecrow Festival at the Pioneer Florida Museum and Village in Dade City. There were arts and crafts, pumpkin painting, carnival games, costume contests, and more. The event was a big hit, seeing thousands of people attend. I caught up with Susan McMillan-Shelton from the History Center to find out more about the Pioneer Florida Museum.
1: Hi, I'm Susan McMillan-Shelton. I was born here in Dade City. My ancestors by 1850 was here at Fort Dade. So this port and very important to me, the museum system center that we have here. We have so many things that you would be amazed if you hear about the history of Pasco. If you come in you see people that was born here 150 years here there's so many stories here we have you would love it here and you need to come see us and we'll be somebody here and we'd love to answer any questions you have and we would appreciate seeing y'all thank you so much if you can come over here
0: thank you so much ma'am sunday october 9th at 2 p.m Prelude Academy of the Arts presents Sound of Autumn at the Dade City Heritage Museum 14206 US 98 Bypass. Suggested admission is only $5. Tuesday, October 11th from 12 to 1 p.m. Join me, guest speaker Eric Baker at the Kiwanis Club of Dade City, located at the American Legion in downtown Dade City. If you're interested in attending the event, please contact Christy Demarakis at 813-523-3441 for more information. Tuesday, October 18th, from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m., join Not-A-Clue Adventures for the Bees Butter Biscuit Brunch. Cost is only $18. Learn all about bees with Be Good Honey, hosted by the Pioneer Florida Museum, 15602 Pioneer Museum Road. Call 813-789-0904 for more information. On Saturday, October 22nd at 10 a.m., come out to downtown Dade City for the third annual Monarch Butterfly Festival in Hibiscus Park, then migrate downtown on a historic jolly trolley to shop the day away in charming downtown. The Pasco High School PTSA is sponsoring a food drive from September 12th through October 14th to benefit Metropolitan Ministries. Some of the needed items are canned meat, vegetables, and fruits along with soups and baby food. For a complete list of items, please see our website daycitywire.com. Drop off items in the bins located at the front office of Pasco High School, 36850 State Road 52, Dade City, or at the Nine Mile War Game this Friday, October 14th, versus Zuffer Hills. For more information, contact Don Enright, Coordinator, 813-997-5154. Wednesday, October 19th, at 6 p.m., St. Leo University will be hosting their MBA info session via Zoom. If you're interested in the MBA program at St. Leo and would like to attend this event, contact M B A S L U at Saint or call 352-588-7388. Saturday, October 29th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. is downtown Dade City's Halloween Spooktacular event. There will be trick-or-treating for kids and pets along with activities for the entire family. There will also be costume contests for kids, pets, and adults. Complimentary treat bags will be available at Lamb Park while supplies last. We'll see you there. Saturday, October 29th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. is the Living History Florida Seminole Wars event hosted by the Pioneer Florida Museum and Village. There will be presentations, demonstrations, great food, and more. Alligator Wrestling starts at 11 a.m. and goes until 1 p.m. on Saturday only. The battle reenactment begins at 3 p.m. Admission is $10 for adults, $5 for students, and kids under 5 are free. We hope you'll join us at the Pioneer Florida Museum and Village, 15602 Pioneer Museum Road in Dade City. Saturday, November 5th, the Pasco High School Band of Pirates are hosting the District 5 MPA performance event from 1 p.m. to 9 p.m., which will welcome 22 bands to campus to perform for judges and rating. The event will bring over 3,000 people to campus that day and they are looking for lots of volunteers but would also like to invite members of the community to watch and support the bands. The band has also been invited to participate in the 2023 National Memorial Day Parade located in Washington D.C. It's a nationally televised event. They have also been invited to perform a concert series on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial during this trip. They are the only band from the state of Florida to be nominated and selected to participate in this parade. They are currently fundraising to help provide their students for the experience of this wonderful trip. If you can help, please reach out to kspence, S-P-E-N-C-E at pasco.k12.fl.us. On Saturday, November 12th from 5 to 8 p.m., come out for an evening in the Arts District presented by Prelude Academy of the Arts, Perks Cafe, and Out of Our Hands Art Gallery. Adults can enjoy an evening of music, chocolate, refreshments, and art right here in downtown Dade City. For more information, please go to www.preludeacademy.com forward slash services. 9. The Dade City Center for the Arts invite you to visit the hay bales that have been painted by our much appreciated local artists at the following locations through November 12th. Agnes Lamb Park painted by Curtis and Jasmine Wright. Hardy Trail at Church Avenue painted by Kevin Taggarty. Naomi Jones Park painted by Olivia Below. Polly Touchton Hibiscus Park, painted by Patty Reese, Delaney Reese, Alyssa Ross, and Cassidy Welch. Price Park, painted by Randy Hernandez, and Watson Park, painted by Raya Taggarty. Saturday, November 5th, the Pasco High School PTSA is hosting Stand Up with PTSA, a comedy fundraiser. Doors open at 5 p.m. and the show starts at 7. They'll have raffles, 50-50 drawings, live and silent auctions, VIP tables, and more. This event is for adults 18 years of age or older. General admission is $50. The VIP tables are $1,000. For tickets, to donate, or to sponsor, visit wwwfunny forward slash events or call Don Enright 813-997-5154. Saturday, December 10th, beginning at 10 a.m. is the second annual Pasco High School swim team eggnog mile located at WF Edwards Stadium. There will be a Christmas cookie bake sale pictures with Santa Toys for Tots donations, and of course, the race itself. This event is not recommended for lactose intolerant individuals. For more information, contact Coach Patterson at bpatters at pasco.k12.fl.us or lbfisher at pasco.k12.fl.us. Attention Pasco High School parents and students. Do you plan on attending the spring break trip to Ireland and Scotland? The final enrollment meeting will be October 19th at 6 30 p.m. in the Cove. For more information, contact Mrs. Reed or Mrs. Graham. In local sports, the St. Leo women's soccer team almost brought down the undefeated Emory Riddle Eagles. However, a late goal from the Eagles ended the game in a 1-1 tie. The St. Leo women's soccer team is now 6-3-2 on the season. The St. Leo men's soccer team was victorious over the Emory Riddle Eagles last week after a second-half comeback, moving them to 6-5 on the season. In local weather, we'll start the week off with highs in the upper 80s and lows in the low 70s with a very low chance of rain. Our rain chances are set to increase on Wednesday and Thursday, though, with afternoon showers likely. This will move our temperatures down a bit, seeing highs in the low 80s and lows in the mid to low 60s all the way through the weekend. We can expect to see a scattered shower or two this upcoming Saturday and Sunday. On the heels of a strong Monday and Tuesday, U.S. stocks traded slightly higher this week than last. The S&P 500 gained 1.5%, the Dow climbed 2%, and the NASDAQ increased 0.7%. Did you know that Dade City Wire now has a print publication and a digital version of the news? Well, we do. Look for the print publication at select locations around downtown Dade City and look for the digital version on our website, DadeCityWire.com forward slash print. Is there something happening in Dade City this upcoming week that you'd like us to help spread the word on? Remember to always use hashtag Dade City Wire in all your posts that you want us to know about, and we'll find you. We're looking for people who want to get involved with the show, write articles in The Wire, and even help produce these podcasts. Email us if interested, and let's do lunch to talk about how you can get involved. Info at com. We hope you have a fantastic week and we'll see you again next Sunday right here on the Dade City Wire, Dade City's only weekly news show.